Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, we are on the investment property build out and I have a huge update guys. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, so if you guys have been following along with the episodes with this um, investment property build out, essentially I have built um, five apartments essentially. And um, I have some really good news that um, as of yesterday, lunchtime, all five units are complete inside. Everything is complete. Everything is set up. Everything is good to go. So I had, um, in the, one of the last podcasts or so, I was waiting for the shower trim kits to arrive with the cartridges. And I got those in actually like two days ago and I went ahead and installed those went extremely smooth just straight to the point I mean the trim kit really is not hard to put on if you guys have ever put them on I had them all done in like 30 minutes maybe an hour max um, so that was done uh, and then I had some um, I had two women come in give me a hand on cleaning up the units setting up all the furniture because we already assembled everything all the dressers i went ahead and spent a day and a half actually setting up all the dressers because you have to assemble them piece by piece um so i had to set up five of them um so that took a little time um on your hands and knees and just you know putting all that together um so after i assembled that um pretty much it was um you know let them do their thing clean the units get everything up to par um you know and they was able to put their woman touch right um, sometimes us men, we are very simple, <laughs> right? We're like, oh, that's good enough, right? But really, um, you know, sometimes having a woman's touch can go a really long way and spice things up and make it look really nice. Um, so with that said, that's where we're at now. The units are 100% complete. We have all the bed frames installed. We have all the beds in, um, installed. So all the memory foam beds, um, like I mentioned last podcast, um, basically they... Um, expand once you bring them out of their compressed state that they are in compressed and rolled up into a bag and put into a box so that's why they call it a bed in a box uh, so we opened them up and they fully um went to their full potential within 48 hours believe it or not but as of now we're past the 72 hour mark already and they're full they're already 100 to their maximum capacity as far as expanding and let me tell you those beds are extremely comfortable <laughs> like really comfortable that memory foam stuff is crazy it's not just one one style of memory foam there's like three or four layers of different type of memory foam um, that is integrated into the bed itself um, so it's really really comfortable in fact when you lay in it, it almost locks you in because you don't want to move um, the other day actually in the middle of the day or not middle of the day maybe earlier day I was kind of burnt out from the day before and I didn't have you know nothing on the bed or anything and I just laid down for a second and next thing you know I was almost falling asleep in 15 minutes I was hard to get back up I'm like oh boy you know but I got to get back up so all the beds are dressed so we have all the comforter sets all the fitted sheets flat sheets pillows each bed has four pillows and a I don't know what you call it a dress pillow so the fifth pillow <laughs> the small one um, all the bathrooms are decked out. We have all the curtain rods, all the curtains, um, all the floor mats, um, all the towels, um, all the hand towels, uh, and so forth. 
We have all the dishes put into all the units. We have all the cooking ware put into all the units. Um, everything is installed and everything is ready. So essentially, um, you can open this door to any one of these apartments and basically, um, you know, go for it already, right? Rent it. <clears throat> so it is rent ready inside. Now, um, I'm happy to be able to go over, you know, get past that big hurdle because, you know, it's almost been, I think the 15th or the 20th of this month will actually make seven months on this um, project here. And so it's nice to be able to just walk in and see these units, you know, inside 100% complete. I mean, I'm looking in the unit right now, guys. I just opened the door and it is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Just insane. So um, now we have to move on to the other projects. I am trying to get this place done, but there is one hold up. My goal was to have it done in two weeks. And I definitely would have it done in two weeks. The issue I'm coming across is the um, excavator rental. So I need to rent a excavator. And the places that I've called, they're all booked out. Um, in fact, they were supposed to, these rentals were supposed to have been returned last week, Monday. Okay. And today is actually Saturday. Um, so I called all these places again because I really need the excavator, right? So I can put the power poles in the ground. Our electrician is ready to run the overhead power lines and do the hookup so the place can have power, you know, and um, I need to dig a couple holes for some fruit trees and move some things around and flatten some ground out in the back. So I, I need it for at least two days. And every place I called is completely booked out. In fact, the people that have had the rentals already have been extending their rental. So that's the issue I'm in. So as of now, there is no excavator available for me to rent. And um, so that's a small issue, right? Um, obviously, I cannot move forward with some of the major projects outside until I get that machine. Because everything kind of has to fall in line with each other, right? I need the excavator first to put the power poles in the ground. Because they're big, they're heavy, and it's going to be way, way easier to put them in the ground. I mean, I don't even, there's no way we could even physically lift the poles. You know, humanly possible to lift the pole and put it in the ground. Um, so with that said, I do need the machine to do that. Um, so um, the 5th, on the 5th, the rentals are supposed to be returned again but i spoke to one of the rentals and they said they don't believe the person that's renting it now is is going to bring it back they said that they keep extending it and they've already had it for two months and they're doing uh the people that's actually renting it is the um water supply company um locally um they don't have their own machines so they'll rent machines and so they're installing water lines and drain lines and stuff in town and so that's where the machines are being rented right now. So it's kind of a problem for me, right? Because, you know, I'm glad they got the machine to do their job. But at the same time, I need the machine to do my job. So, um, you know, I am going to be on hold. So we'll see what happens here. Um, in the meantime, though, I can kind of switch gears a little bit. Um, I'm kind of hoping on the 5th, they say that one of the machines came back and I'm good to go. But I'll update you guys on the 5th. Because as of right now, I cannot do any groundwork. Now, after the poles are in the ground, with the you know I used the excavator to put the the poles in the ground and do some groundwork and dig some holes. <clears throat> the next step is concrete. Now I need to pour the concrete landing for the staircase, the concrete pad under the house for the hot water heaters. Um, I also need to um, pour concrete around the power poles. 
that I'm putting in. So everything kind of has to go in line with each other because I don't want to be jumping around from project to project. I'd rather just mix concrete all one time, get it done all one time, you know, fill my forms all one time and just be done with it instead of like, you know, doing concrete here, then concrete here, then concrete here. It's just very tiring and, and tedious, you know, so there's that side of things. So now um, the concrete is going to be on hold because the excavator is on hold, right? And then that also pushes back me renting the um, skidster because the skidster, I have essentially four dump truck loads of um, gravel, two loads of two inch minus and two dump truck loads of three quarter inch minus, right? And I need to use the, the skidster to basically spread all this material out and back, back blade everything, back blade the parking area, back, back blade the driveway. Um, you know, so there's a lot of material that I need to move and configure with the skidster. Also, I'm going to use the rental skidster after I basically, you know, finish everything up. Because that's the last thing, guys. If I'm using the skidster for the last part, that is the absolute last part of this project. There's nothing else left. Right? Basically, I'm loading up my trailer, loading up all my tools. And basically, this place is 100% ready. Um, rent ready. So... Um, you know, I can't get the skidster until after, you know, everything else is completed. That's the last part. I'm also going, since my skidster is broken down right now, I'm actually going to use the skidster I'm going to rent to load up my trailer with all my heavy tools. Because I got pallets of big toolboxes, um, those big rigid um, yellow or orange toolboxes, plus a miscellaneous toolboxes and a lot of heavy stuff that can easily be loaded onto my trailer with a, you know, a skidster. You know, I have, pa everything's on pallets. I have forks, I have four in one bucket, but you know, I need the skidster in order to lift all this stuff and move it around in order to load up my trailer. So that's kind of where I'm at guys. So now the only other thing that I can do in between this kind of lingual stage is basically paint the porch. <clears throat> that's the only thing I can do at this point. The units are done. You know, I was really hoping to get the, the rental for the excavator because I could just keep moving forward and just banging it out because then we'd be done easily within two weeks. No problem. But, you know, it is what it is. This is the situation we're in. So um, I'm going to switch molds and start um, painting the porch. Um, I'm going to hand paint all the rafters um, overhanging the um, porch, the roof line. Um, and then I'm going to hand paint the main wall for all the doors that you know the exterior doors the entry doors um then i'm going to go ahead and use the airless sprayer to basically paint all of the porch and the railings the pickets you know all of that all one time <clears throat> so yeah that's kind of where i'm at guys so i am going to start painting i have no other choice there's nothing else i can do at this point um now i do want to give a shout out to the two people that came out to give me a hand with cleaning the units and getting everything set up you know doing all the bedding and you know all that stuff i really want to give a shout out to them so thank you very much if you guys are listening you guys are awesome you guys just awesome awesome now the other thing i should point out is we acquired a ton of essentially brand new linens high quality linens and we're talking a ton we're talking truckload okay over a truckload and i mean when i tell you a truckload the back of your bed of a truck like a mountain okay that's how much linens we have for all this so we're fully stocked if i had to give a estimated value on the amount of linens 
total. Um, you know, we're talking from bedspreads to sheets to fitted sheets, flat sheets, towels, beach towels, um, floor mats, um, pillow casings, uh, you know, the list goes on. Uh, shower curtains, you know, replacement shower curtains. We're already stocked up, right? It's probably in the, I would say probably three to four thousand dollar mark somewhere maybe more um maybe more um so we're fully stocked on that i'm actually making a um designated area um shelving area not here on this building but at a different building um where basically we can you know have everything organized and laid out um very organized so that way if we need to replace sheets or whatever it is um we have them on hand right just easy to grab everything's going to be labeled that kind of stuff so um yes we're fully stocked on linens so another thing is too um like when i talk about how well they cleaned the units it is spotless spotless each floor in each unit literally i mean just to talk about the floors now keep in mind the floors look clean to me right but the floors itself literally got mopped each unit minimum of four times it's going to get mopped two more times right before um, anyone um, actually moves into the units. So let me tell you, the floors are spotless. <laughs> Counters are spotless. It's just quite amazing how clean these units are. And um, it's, it just looks so nice, guys. I mean, kind of emotional, a little bit of emotional time for me because, you know, I waited so long to be able to finish the inside of the units. And now we're basically just, you know, working on the outside stuff. So, and I'll be honest with you guys, I'm a little disheartened because, or I'm not feeling too good about the situation with the excavator because, I mean, I'm ready to get this place online. You know, I'm ready to get people in the door. People are lining up to get in the door, but I can't get anybody into the door until I finish up everything, right? So, you know, there's money basically sitting on the table that I'm not able to capture because, you know, these type of things. But hey, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, I keep calling them and, and, and tell them, hey, make sure you call me. Make sure I'm, I'm calling them every other day. Every other... <laughs> like, they're tired of hearing me already, you know? They're like, just call on the 5th. I'm like, well, I want to make sure no one else is going to rent it before then or put money down. Or That's another thing. I tried to put money down to reserve it, and they won't do it because the people that's currently renting them, right? Like I said, the water companies they keep extending their rental so like the lady the lady told me on the phone she's like look i want to be completely honest with you i can't take your money i would love to book you but the issue is the people that's currently renting it continue to keep extending and renting it right and so that's good for their rental company because they're making money on the rental and it's continuously being rented but that's bad for people like us to actually need to use it to do you know projects so that is going to be the sole reason why this project gets extended now keep in mind it's already got extended almost five days now because essentially last this last monday i was supposed to have picked up the equipment right so i'm already now four or five days past that day so now we're pushing back now right on the timeline of when we can get people into these units um so hey it is what it is we just have to roll with the punches and move on so i'm going to tackle what i can which is basically just painting the porch. Um, to tell you the truth, guys, um, I have a strong feeling from the rental companies of what they've been telling me 
that the those companies or that that are currently renting the equipment is probably going to extend their rental again so um yeah i'm not happy about it at all but it is what it is guys you know so in the meantime i am going to look at other options um, i'm trying to think if there's a way i can rent a skidster and somehow rig up a way to mount the power poles somehow to the bucket so that way i can use the bucket to lift and move i mean lifting and moving the poles with the skidster is no problem the problem is, is that you have to stand it straight up and put it directly into the hole right and the hole is not really big the hole was drilled through solid rock right so it has to be you know you know has to fit right in there <coughs> so um, I am thinking of a way, I mean, I know I could do it with a skidster, but the problem is, is that it's going to be a little sketchy, um, and I don't, and a little dangerous to take the troop because the pole is so big and so long that, and heavy that if it was to fall, you know, if anybody's around, I don't want no one to get hurt. You know, obviously I want to keep people away while I'm moving the, the pole around, but the, the, you know, how I'm going to have to mount it to the bucket or to the forks in order to get it into the ground is going to be very very stressful so that is my last resort guys that if for whatever reason the excavators keep getting rented out week after week after week and it just keeps going you know at some point i have to make a decision and say hey i gotta figure something else out but i still need the excavator to do work here right so no matter even if i put the power poles in the ground with the skidster, I still need the excavator, absolutely, because it's all rock, mostly over here, right? And so the excavator makes way quicker work because it does one thing and does one thing extremely well, which is digging. It also has a hydraulic thumb where I can pick up material and move it really quick. And there is literally a ton of material that I need to, to um, square away in the back of the property. So I do need the excavator at some point, no matter what. So I'm, I'm really stuck in a situation, as you guys can see. So, well, we roll with the punches, right? I am going to basically clean off the porch. Basically, on this 5 foot by 80 foot porch, there's really not a whole lot left. Um, basically, just a couple of chairs for us to sit on. Um, my um, chop saw or miter saw. And, a, you know, a handful of tools. Um, that's pretty much it. Everything else has been moved off this porch and it's essentially ready for painting. So <clears throat> I'm going to um, probably get a ladder and just start hand painting the rafters slowly. It's a tedious job, but it needs to be done anyway. So I got nothing else to do. Continue working, right? So anyway, guys, just a really quick update on that. Oh, one more thing I should point out before I end this podcast is um, the water pump system for this building. I finally purchased the water pump system, okay? And I'm glad I did the research I did. I'm glad I spoke to the people I spoke to because essentially I have been able to make a very educated decision on the type of pump, the brand of pump, and not only that, the extra stuff that goes with this system to supply water pressure to this, um, you know, um, investment property here. So... And with that said, initially I was going to install two um, variable speed pumps. They're actually called Scala 2. That was originally what I was going to put in. And the reason I was kind of leaning towards it was because it did not require a pressure tank. 
okay so basically it was a variable speed pump so depending on how much um, you open up the faucet um, will the pump rev itself up accordingly to how much water you need right coming through the faucet now I did a lot of research and I spoke to a lot of people and the Scala 2 pump is garbage garbage tons and tons of issues in fact they've had so much issues they had massive recalls on tons of it and they still have issues okay so um i scratched that off my list so then i had to think of another game plan so i went and i spoke to some people um and to some companies that basically just deal with um water supply pumps now keep in mind guys i come from an industry and background of swimming pools so I'm very, very familiar with the different types of pumps, different types of scenarios where you use certain pumps, but you, you don't, normally don't use any of those type of pumps on a, you know, um, residential home as far as supply water. It's those type of pumps are made for circulation of water, a uh, lot of volume of water being moved, right? But not pressurized essentially, right? And so um, I spoke to someone, went to their business, we sat down and um, the first people I did not like, the second um, company I went to talk to them, um, they were extremely friendly, extremely knowledgeable. The, the guy actually sounds like me when I talk to customers because he lays it all out and he tells you what you need to know, exactly what you, you know, the issues, the problems, anything you need to know. So um, the short story is I have made a decision on a um, water pump and motor. I've actually purchased that already. It is a one horsepower General Electric um, motor on this pump. And as you guys know, General Electric has been around for a very long time. Um, the pump and motor that I purchased, um, their track history for that motor and pump is extremely good. Extremely good. Okay. It's so good that the company I purchased it from because so, they offer a warranty i asked him i said do you guys offer a warranty just in case something happens he said absolutely he goes but he goes i'm gonna look at you right now and tell you that you will not be bringing this pump back to me this pump and motor he goes i promise you that he goes we've literally sold so many of these over the years and keep in mind guys this company has been around for a very long time not only the general electric motor company but the company that i was talking with and went to their uh, facility and talked to them They've been in business for a really long time. In fact, I've done business with them in the past, um, like probably about six years ago. And he said out of all the pumps they sold, which is in the hundreds or thousands, right? Um, they only had one motor being returned. And that was because the person that bought it wired it wrong. That was it. They've never had an issue with the pumps at all. So, and he said, he said, if you ever have an issue with it, you bring it right in. I'll swap it out. He goes, but I, I can guarantee you right now, you're not bringing it back. It's just... The track record, you know, so that's that really makes me feel good that I'm purchasing a really high end, high quality um, water pump and motor, right? Um, and plus two, there is a warranty, so if I have an issue, I can take it back. <laughs> um, now the other thing is though, um, because I went this direction with this style pump and motor, it requires me to have a pressure tank, and that's okay. The reason why um, I can take the pressure tank now and use it is because instead of having two motors, I'm only using one motor. So that frees up space on my concrete slab under the house that I already have pre-framed pre, pre -framed and ready to be poured with concrete. 
right? So now that I don't have two pumps and I only have one, I do have space for the pressure tank. And I purchased the biggest pressure tank that they sell. It's big, okay? And so um, between the one horsepower generate electric motor and pump um, with the um, pressure tank, we're gonna have absolutely no problems. In fact, um, you know, I, I told him my scenario. I said, look, I said I have five units. We have five bathrooms, five kitchen sinks, five bathroom sinks, five toilets, five everything. And um, I said, I don't wanna have an issue where if everybody turns everything on, we, you know, we have an issue of either two things, not enough water pressure or not enough water supply, right? Well, I have enough water supply, obviously, because I have a huge water tank, massive. Um, so, you know, he sat down with me and he said, look, he goes, a three-quarter horsepower of the General Electric motor and pump is more than enough to supply all those units with all the faucets on. He goes, but, he goes, if you want to take it a step further, it sounds like that you're that type of person, which I am, obviously, um, you know, go with the one horsepower because it'll fill that pressure tank extremely fast, right? And you have no problems at all. So essentially that's why I decided to go with the one horsepower and the pump itself is actually a dual voltage pump. So meaning I can wire it or run it on 120 volts or 220 volts. Okay. So either one. So that's very nice. It's flexible. I like that. So between the one horsepower, one horsepower pump and the big pressure water tank I have, pressure tank, um, we're gonna have no problems, no problems. And if I do, he said, bring it back. But he said, there's no way. He said that there's people that have, um, you know, way bigger places than I have. And they said they used a three quarter horse with the um, pressure tank and it's essentially still overkill for their needs. And so he said with the one horsepower, he goes, it's going to fill faster so the pump doesn't have to run longer. So you're talking, you know, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of use minimum, minimum out of the pump. So minimum. <laughs> he said he hasn't had anybody return them yet. And he's had some out there for what, um, 20 something years. So that's pretty good track record, right? With these pumps and motors. So um, I do have both of the motor and the pressure tank sitting under the house in their boxes ready to be set up when I pour that concrete slab. So um, that's the good news. The pump system and the water system is essentially squared away. I have all the components. I just need to pour concrete, set the hot water heaters on, put the pump on, put the pressure tank on, and do that last little bit of plumbing right there and um, hook up my power to it, which I already have power wires um, run down there. From my, I had my electrician run the power cables down there already. So we're ready to hook them up as soon as I can get concrete poured. So good news. Things are coming together, guys. But, um, I, you know, here's the thing, guys. The units are so clean that I keep the doors closed because I don't like going into the units anymore because they're so clean. <laughs> you know? Oh, my goodness. But um, with that said, guys, I am going to end this podcast. I want to get to work. I want to go ahead and start painting all these rafters overhanging the porch um, and all the uh, support poles and the beams. Um, and then I can basically just kind of work on the, the last bit of it, basically just spraying the, the main porch and the railing system and all that stuff. So anyway, guys, as you guys can see, dedication does pay off in the end. You know, persistence pays off for sure. But sometimes in life, life throws off curves balls along the way. And, and my issue as of right now currently is the excavator. But that's okay. Um, we're going to wait to the fifth and see what happens. And then from the fifth going on, if we can rent it, we're great. If not, 
then we'll, we will reevaluate what the next move will be to just get this project done, right? So we'll see then. So tomorrow or the next day, I'll go ahead and update you guys on the progress of where I'm at on this project. Maybe I might have some good news. Maybe they return the machine early. We'll see. So thanks for tuning in, guys. See you guys on the next one.